Fualsha, 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 Akarjagil. Welcome back to the Rebel Mothers podcast. And if this is your very first time tuning into the show, then you're welcome. And it's also quite an unusual episode to be picking up from because it's the first show that we've had in five weeks. It's the first one back after a bit of a break. And to tell you the truth, I don't really know where to start with this week's episode. This day last month, myself and my brothers, Carver and Nisha, lost our mum to suicide. And the world has been turned upside down ever since that day. I was up in Belfast for a couple of weeks and I've been back down to Cork for nearly two weeks. Trying to get back into some form of normality, but then again, there's not an awful lot normal about the times that we're living in. I got back to work on Monday and we had to start closing the gym down for Wednesday because of the increase to the level five COVID restrictions. And last week, myself and Vicky, who's the producer of the show, for anybody who doesn't already already know, had a good chat about what we were going to do with the podcast going forward, whether or not we were going to put it under some kind of a pause or stop it altogether or carry on. But the one thing that we were quite sure about was that if we were going to carry on, it couldn't just be a case of sticking the next episode up and pretending like nothing happened. Which is why we kind of planned to do, to do a bit of a solo run this week. And I don't really know what we're going to end up talking about. But I've been thinking about a lot of things over the last four weeks and going through an extraordinary experience. And... Like from the very beginning, the podcast has kind of been about keeping it real. It's been about hearing people's stories and giving people the platform to tell their stories and connecting with each other and kind of feeling that we're all part of it. And I think that's the reason why I would choose to do this kind of a solo run first before getting stuck back into the sort of chat style uh, interviews and we've got about five or six lined up in the coming weeks and months that are kind of all ready to go just a case of getting them ready and preparing them and putting them out there so for this week I just thought I would talk a little bit about some of the things that, that have been going on in the last month There's nothing that can prepare you for getting that kind of news. And from the very offset, we were extremely fortunate to have people around us. And I suppose before we get stuck into the episode, I would like to say how grateful I am to have Carver and Nisha as brothers, to be a part of the family that we are a part of and to be from the community that we're from and to have the support from people from all over really. From the very minute that the, the news came in we had the support of our closest friends who some of whom were in Belfast already others who came up to Belfast to help us 
cooked food for us, helped us organize things, and helped us get through the time and make that period of time somewhat bearable. So got a Mila Mila Maiga Vakarja. I'm actually sitting in the front room of our house at the minute and something that I've mentioned before, but when I'm doing these solo podcasts, it takes me way longer to get ready for them and get myself into some kind of headspace for doing them. And I've got loads of wee tea lights around the place and the fire burning in the background there. That's what that noise is if you hear something going on. It's the open fireplace and some wood burning in it. It's actually mad how fast the last month has passed because it just feels like yesterday. It was about 7 o'clock when the news came through on a Tuesday night and our great friend Shiva had just come into the house before that and it's very fortunate that she was there to kind of help out from the word go but I just remember Shiva saying we're just going to have to do it one step at a time and literally from that minute that's all that I've been doing it's just taking things one step at a time in a way doing this podcast is just another step I've been looking forward to doing this episode actually all week even though I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about or how I was going to turn out but I'm 100% certain that I want to keep the podcast going because it's something that I really love doing and it feels like a really worthwhile project to have on the go and I love meeting the people that come onto the podcast I love hearing the feedback and getting to know the people who are listening to the podcast and I love working with Vicky as well so this is the next step in the process so thanks for being here to accompany me accompany me on that step you see from the minute that we got up to Belfast it was like obviously it was mayhem it was kind of like juggling three different things trying to let the reality of the situation sink in trying to organise the different things that needed to be organised and then being present with the friends and family members that were there and helping us and supporting us and being able to sort of accept that support and more recently in the last couple of weeks the fourth thing has been trying to reintegrate somehow with life again and just doing all those things step by step has been a really big help but do you know what it feels like it feels like my life was a deck of cards and they were just sitting nice and neat on a table and somebody just got them and fired them way up in the air and now all the cards are just up in the sky floating around all over the place and bit by bit they're falling back down onto the table but they're not going to fall back into the same water that we're, that we're, in, that we're in before and I kind of feel like at the minute the challenge is to take small steps to help to guide them back in the some kind of order that I would like them to be in 
but then you can't control all the cards, so it's hard to know what way they're going to fall. But um, that's kind of what it feels like. The whole process was like the last month has probably been the most profound month of my life because of things being so magnified and emotions being so open and one of the things that I'm most grateful for as I was saying was the help and support that we got from people we got up to Belfast on Tuesday night and we arrived up there about 3 o'clock in the morning and you see on Wednesday I can't even remember when people started to arrive or seeing people arriving but it was as if we just turned around and our friends and other members of our family were there and friends had travelled up to Belfast to help us and they were just there and just stayed there and I remember Carver turned around to me at one stage a few days later and he was like isn't it mad that everyone who's here like probably had something else to do before this all happened but they're here helping us still and that really highlighted it really highlighted the importance of community and I mean the experience so far has highlighted how vulnerable we all are and how vulnerable other people are and how much we actually are dependent on each other as the Shanokle says Eskahakela Awarananini that the people exist in each other's shadows and that's so true like we couldn't have got through the last month without the help and the support that we received and to turn around and to have that there was a very humbling experience I don't know if you've ever had an experience where you felt like your ego temporarily just disappeared for a little while maybe if you were in an area that kind of astounded you with its beauty or having an experience with another person or I suppose that being present at the birth of your child or something like that could kind of elicit an experience like that there and then during like a little while later your ego kind of starts to come back into play again it gets its sits back in its little um, throne once more after being dissolved through some sort of magical or mystical experience could have been an experience that you had when you were taking drugs as well where your ego dissolves and goes away for a while and then later on it comes back that's kind of what being in Belfast for that time was like except multiplied by a thousand it was like being in such a vulnerable position 
relying on other people or needing the support of other people. And having it in such abundance was definitely the most ego-stripping and humbling experience of my life so far. And it was just an extraordinary feeling that it lasted so long. And despite the situation that we were dealing with, there was a kind of like a magic there as well that people came together and it really does go to show the importance of community. And I suppose it's easy to see the importance of that kind of coming together whenever the shit is absolutely hitting the fan or when you're in kind of an extreme emotional situation like that. But when I looked around at the people who were helping us and I was thinking about all the good times that we had together, it was as if we had this wee credit union account that that we were making small lodgements into and then just forgetting about them. Like you were making a little lodgement every time you went for a walk with someone or you had a good time at a festival or went to a gig together, cooked each other food or dropped each other a nice text message or a phone call or something like that. And then when the chips are down, you have to make a big withdrawal from the credit union account in the form of love and support. And really I suppose the the thing that struck me the most was the importance of having a good time together and spending time with each other on a day-to-day basis and kind of developing friendships and um, growing friendships and putting the effort into keeping friendships going. Because, well, first of all, obviously it's good to have company and enjoy each other's company and make these deep connections. And then also, we're going to be totally relying on each other whenever something bad happens. And I suppose one of the hard things about life is that we're all going to have periods when we're going to need the support of our friends and our family members and the people the people around us, the people that we work with as well. Another thing that struck me over the last month is I can really see how when people are going through an extreme situation like this that we can end up just getting too attached to drinking or drugs or exercise or food or sex or anything. I can really see how going through a situation like this can edge you more towards one kind of addiction or another because you're just trying to get away from things. It's like a form of escapism. Or if you feel like you're kind of disconnected, it's maybe a a way to try and somehow feel connected again. 
and I think that's another another kind of area where friends and family are so important and having just checking in with each other and stuff like that is crucial and when I'm thinking about that metaphor about all the cards being up in the air I'm trying to guide some wholesome and useful cards back down to the table and I'm very fortunate that one of the the gifts that our mum gave us was the kind of joy of playing music so I've just been getting stuck into learning new tunes on the flute and um, playing tunes at the house here doubly useful because of the fact that we're in a lockdown so it's a good way to pass some of the time in a way the last month it's kind of been like a a real eye opener because it's been so profound and you know the way when you're reading about meditation or practicing meditation or you're kind of trying to comprehend what is good about meditation or what's the point of it or how you're supposed to feel during while you're doing it and you're hearing kind of these different things from people who are like do you know the way when you listen to like Eckhart Tolle or Ram Dass is up there and they're doing a lot of talking about spirituality and stuff like that and it can be easy to kind of see that and kind of logically understand it but the last month has been like the opposite of that it's not it's been it hasn't been like reading it in a book or watching a video about it or listening to a podcast about it to try and kind of make logical sense of it it's been like a profound lesson in I suppose spirituality you could call it for me it's been a profound lesson in acceptance and accepting the way things are which can be a very difficult thing to do when you get that kind of news but then the only alternative to that is to not accept it which in turn makes the experience much more difficult and much more painful it was like I could read a hundred books about acceptance and I could understand what it was saying in the book but then this happened and it was just a very kind of profound awakening in terms of understanding the importance of acceptance and I suppose the reason that I'm kind of talking about this now in this episode is we don't have to have something majorly life changing like this happening to realise the importance of acceptance because the same applies to all the smaller things in our lives not accepting the way things are is always going to cause conflict in ourselves and 
create more suffering and more pain. So being able to accept things for the way they are, I think is probably a valuable lesson and a positive lesson to carry forward from this. In the same way that forgiveness is something that is priceless in day-to-day life. Because holding on to a grudge is only going to cause inner conflict as well. And as I'm talking about these things, I also realise that like, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm just kind of thinking and relaying some of the thoughts that I've been having over the last month or so. And I've also been thinking about how to cultivate more acceptance and how to cultivate more forgiveness. And the one thing that I have been doing much more of in the last month consistently has been doing more meditation. And meditation in the past for me has been something where I've like questioned why to do it and what's the point of it and how are you supposed to do it, what's the right way to do it and how are you not supposed to do it. And the best sort of metaphor for meditation that I've heard since I started practicing meditation has been like if you were out walking and your legs were tired, like really tired because you were overusing them, you would just sit down, give them a rest. And meditation is like sitting down and resting your legs except for your brain. So I've just been sitting down on a regular basis and staying still for a while. And then I think as is common for a lot of people, there's like a million and one thoughts going through my head and it's like non-stop for a while. And I think that's all right as well. From talking to friends and stuff about meditation, it can be easy to get frustrated with all the different thoughts that are coming in because one of the most common things that you hear about meditation is you're supposed to just sit there in complete silence externally and internally but like it's probably fair to say that our brains being to be doing 90 especially when you're just sitting there in a quiet room it's like your brain starts doing overtime but after a while the thoughts coming in the go again and I've just been practicing not being hard on myself for having all these thoughts coming in because they just go out as easy as they come in and then I end up getting 30 seconds of nice calm time inside the brain and then the more I've been practicing the more I've been able to reach that kind of quiet state so for me now the purpose of meditation is to practice getting into that quiet state no matter whether it's for a short time, a short time or a long time. It is what it is, like however long it happens for. But in reality, what I'm kind of aiming for when I'm doing the meditation or allowing to happen when I'm doing the meditation is just to kind of connect with myself a wee bit. And it's like the more I've practiced it, the more I've been able to be present with other people or more present with other people. Um, And... It's kind of an opportunity to let all those thoughts come in, all the million and one thoughts come in and then acknowledge them, let them go out again 
you know the way there's just so much going on day to day like there's just stuff happening everywhere and especially because of the fact that we're so connected all the time to the news and social media and stuff there's just so much stuff happening like meditation is just an opportunity to let those things kind of clear out of your brain for a while I was actually thinking yesterday for me like meditation I kind of see it like a train traveling really fast and when you want to stop the train it can't just like stop instantly it takes a while to slow down it's got quite a big braking speed and for me whenever I'm doing meditation it's like the train is starting to slow down and the longer I do it for eventually the train gets to stop for a wee while but at the start I'm sitting down and the train is still travelling full pelt inside my brain and it just takes a wee while for it to slow down there's actually a few really good guided meditations on YouTube I mean there's loads of guided meditations on Spotify and loads on YouTube but the ones specifically that I've been using are ones by John Kabat-Zinn who's one of the kind of pioneers of mindfulness and meditation as we know it in the kind of modern era or whatever so you can google them up there's a you can sorry put them in the youtube there's 20 30 40 and 60 minute versions of it and the videos have a picture of a leaf with water on it john kabat-zinn for anybody who doesn't know it's j-o-n and then a new word k-a-b-i-t and then z-i-n-n and you'll find them on youtube there's good apps as well calm is a really good app and i've used headspace before as well if you're more of an app person it actually suits me just to have one meditation or two meditations that i can just go to on the regular and not have to worry about downloading the app and tracking it and all that kind of stuff i just put youtube on put the video on and sit there so I can highly recommend that for anybody who wants a recommendation it feels like being present with one another is one of the greatest gifts that we can give each other and for me practicing meditation is the best way that I can think of to cultivate that ability to be fully present with myself when I'm doing things on a day to day basis and with other people whenever I'm talking to them or being in their company do you know the way when you're talking to someone and you're both just there fully present it's class because you feel like you're being heard and you're listening to the other person and you're just connecting on this nice level where it's like you're kind of connecting on some kind of a soul level And practicing meditation at the start of the day or whatever seems to be a good way to try and cultivate that. So it's a month on. It seems like it's just the start of the journey, but I hope like maybe this podcast will be kind of resonate with someone who's listening to it. And at the very least, it's good to be able to let the people who listen to the podcast know what has been the crack actually see on that point about being present there's a couple of things I was going to mention about the podcast so the podcast traditionally it's been a weekly podcast and myself and Vicky actually had a good chat about this 
before the shit hit the fan a month ago about the kind of main goal of the podcast and the main things that drive us and the main values of the podcast and on one hand the podcast is about talking to really interesting people giving people a platform having the crack with people having the banter and then doing these wee solo runs from time to time as well and another part of the whole kind of process of producing the podcast and getting it out there is to try and expand the reach of the podcast so that we can you know like just speak to more people and keep it keep it on the road and kind of coming up with plans to get ourselves into trouble into the future and like a part of that is actually growing the Patreon um, following as well because at the end of the day that's what pays for all the subscriptions and the more support that we're getting on Patreon then the more time we can put into the podcast and everything so from the guest point of view one of the things that is really important to us is that we have enough time to research for the shows, do enough prep, be completely present with whoever the guest is on that particular episode, and then be able to put enough time in to spreading the episode around, getting it out there, and being able to kind of tell the guest's story on social media so that people can come and listen to the episode then and hear the proper story then. And we also need to kind of expand the reach of the podcast. As I was saying, so we're going to move the show to a fortnightly show instead of weekly because the weekly shows were putting us under way too much pressure. We were producing them as if we had about 15 people working on the podcast where in actual fact it was just me and Vicky and what was happening was we were doing all the preparation doing the interviews editing the podcast and getting them done just on time right before the release day or the release time on Friday and then doing maybe one post on social media and then being completely knackered from that process and then having to start it all again a couple of days later for the next episode so we're going to move to a fortnightly show so that we can put more time into preparing for the episodes and more time into promoting the show after the episode has come came out and also this is episode 83 and Vicky's only been on board for the last five or six episodes or something like that there are so many episodes that are the, the earlier ones like the first 75 or something like that that I was just doing kind of solo, getting them ready and stuff and doing the interviews. And a lot of those episodes didn't get any coverage in social media or anything out there. Because just, I was just too knackered by the time I had the episodes done. So we're going to kind of spotlight some of the earlier episodes as well. And so that people can connect with those early episodes. And really when I was doing those early episodes, I was thinking that sometime in the future, we're going to have the time to give these episodes the kind of proper spotlight that they deserve so that's another reason why we're going to be moving to fortnightly and I have to say like 
coming back to the podcast has been uh, a real kind of source of comfort in a way and something to look forward to. So thanks for being a listener of the podcast and a supporter of the podcast and for kind of allowing the, the space to exist for the podcast to be here and to keep going. So I'm looking forward to the next run of episodes. As I was saying back at the start of the chat here, we'll have a good few interviews recorded and we're going to start banging them out. The first one's going to be two weeks from now. And as this episode is actually coming out the day before Halloween, it's coming out on the 30th of October, I've got a couple of recommendations for you. First of all, if you haven't already seen it, go and watch the six short episodes of Paul and the Devil by the Tail on YouTube. It's by Stephen McCollum and it is a series of short animations about a punk folk band called Stoosius and all of their mad encounters with the devil with witches leprechauns and even a bit of space travel very suitable for the Halloween time that we find ourselves in And the next recommendation that I have is also on YouTube. Go and watch Cormac Begley playing O'Neill's March as part of the Other Voices Festival 2020. It's a video of him in a church. You definitely won't regret it. I've watched it about a hundred times today such as the lockdown life that we find ourselves in. And on that subject, I hope you're doing okay during this second lockdown period. And as much as I'm looking forward to putting the next run of podcast episodes out, I hope that the Rebel Matters podcast can be a source of some company for you in these times where social isolation is in a way kind of a new norm and also keep on checking in with each other give somebody a phone call or a text message today and see how they're doing and keep getting your exercise in funnily enough as I was saying Ackley is closed in Cork City but we've transitioned over to online training for the periods that we're going to be closed then I mean it's possible that we're going to go through this process of lock, locking down again as part of the pandemic in the future next year maybe so we've built this really cool online training kind of a model where the focus is on the same thing that we're focused on when we're training people in person is making a real kind of meaningful connection with the people that we're working with and helping them get good results from their training through coaching and coaching quality movement so if anybody wants to do a bit of online training with Ackley you can go to ackley.ie and 
a special shout out to all of the patrons of the show as well and thank you very much for your patience over the last five weeks when there hasn't been a show and also for all the messages of support and solidarity and love over the last five weeks and for anybody else who wants to become a patron of the show then you can go to patreon.com forward slash rebel matters and help us keep the show on the road there are three tiers of support that you can choose from when you go to the patreon page and the one guarantee that comes with all the patreon tiers is that we promise to get ourselves into as much trouble as humanly possible over the coming weeks, months and years of the Rebel Matters podcast and every bit of support that helps us to do that is greatly appreciated. I think that is kind of the end of today's episode, pretty much. If you're still listening, thanks for hanging on. It was a heavy heavy enough episode to get through. And we're going to be back in two weeks with episode 84. In the meantime, I'm just going to keep going with getting back to the basics of life. Going for walks, reading, doing a bit of writing, cooking food, listening to tunes. And keeping the place nice and clean all good things for the soul and of course keeping connected with friends and family I suppose all those things are no brainers for all of us to be doing keeping connected with each other and looking after each other and being kind to ourselves and to each other what else can you do in times like these or any other time really thanks a million for listening to this episode and hopefully you'll be back here in two weeks for episode 84 until then of course you slang of oil Kenny Fury August Grammore <laughs>